common things. In the book of Matthew chapter 6, we'll look at some common things that we all need to get a hold of, just in general, things that God wants us to look at. And uh, I'm going to remind you of some things tonight, I pray that uh, you haven't forgotten, but sometimes we let them pass by. And I hear so many people, we... We just thank God tonight that we have the Word of God. I'm still glad I got the Word of God to preach. Amen. I'm still glad I got the liberty to preach it. Amen. I'm still glad that we can come to an open assembly and preach it. One of these days we may not, but right now we can. Amen. Let's give God the praise. I'll give you a few things that uh, I'm really uh, looking at and, and noticing in the way things are. You know, Israel is where I look and watch and I was trying to study what's going on with Israel. And Israel, what, what is going on with, with the, the battles that's going to happen down the road? Now, this is not the message tonight, but I just want to throw this in. What has Israel got tonight that uh, all the northern countries are going to come down and, and get them out of their country? And I got to looking at it and picked up a few things, and these may not even be what's going to happen, but one of these days all nations are going to rise against Israel. I got the Bible on that. I didn't write that. God put it out. And so they're going to have trouble. And uh, they're going to be, you know, under all kinds of things. Well, Israel right now is just about at the point of uh, firing on uh, Syria and those uh, uh, Arab countries up in that area. And uh, trying to keep those down because of nuclear warheads and things. And they're almost this close, thanks to our president, yeah. that we uh, are allowing them to get nuclear warheads and war- nuclear weapons. Now, you may not be aware of that, but I'm telling you. But I also found out that what's going to happen to Russia, Russia's going to be interested in Israel because they have ship ports in, in, in uh, Russia that gets froze up and they can't get their military out of there many times during the cold weather months. And Israel's got a warm coast and they want that part for their, for their being. And then they also, Israel's got more oil, amen, than anybody else. And they, they want to try to get that. Those are the things I believe you're going to see in the days ahead, Riser. You said that's prophecy and it may not happen. It may not. I'm just telling you to watch. I watch Israel. I listen to news on Israel. Talk about Israel, I listen to them. I, tell, I can tell you a lot that's going on. And uh, did you hear in the news this week, what's that country, uh, Saudi Arabia? Is it Saudi Arabia? They gave them $2 million, $2 million or something to help out the country. Am I right on the country? I'm one of those countries. And they've never done that before. And now they're coming up to kind of get on the good sides of Israel. What about that? And uh, so I'm watching all that. I'm glad, thank God. You said, we, is, are you sure those things are going to happen? Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen there. But I know I'm going to be exit stage left and gone. Amen. And I praise God for it. All right. Take your Bible, turn it into the book of Matthew. And we're going to the sixth chapter of the book of Matthew. I'm going to read tonight uh, three verses. And then I'm going to take off of this. And I pray that the Lord might help us. Remember in the, in the a portion of Matthew chapter 6 verse 25, he's talking about how, that they're not to take thought of where, 
what you going to do, raiment and so forth and food. God takes care of the lilies. He's going to take care of you. Do you believe that? Praise God. You think God can, can take care? Do you think tonight God is able to take care of you? Amen. Well, if you believe He's able, then why can't you believe tonight that He will? Somebody said, oh, I'm so worried and troubled and all upset. I'm not. Amen. Praise God. Somebody said, what about food shortages? Amen. They're going to have them one of these days. They're going to have them. There's a lot of things short. I heard yesterday from my great-grandbaby of the, 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 the family. They said that they're having trouble getting uh, milk formula for the baby. Amen. We're already having that. And uh, so that's, that's bad, isn't it? Amen. But we look at those things. And I'm not worried about it. David said, I was once young, now I'm old, and never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed begging bread. I got the advantage on some of you. I got a storage department. Amen. Amen. I outlast a few of you. But I'm telling you, God's going to take care of me. I believe that with all my heart. How many has ever went hungry? About, I mean, I'm talking about nearly starved to death. You probably did in Vietnam, but I'm talking about, amen. I'm talking about starved to death because God didn't give you nothing to eat. I've been hungry, amen, but I didn't starve. Amen, I get hungry now with plenty in the cabinet. You hear me? But I'm not starving. Sometimes I'm just late getting there. But I'm saying... One of those days, one of these days, things like they're going to happen. But David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. I don't believe we'll have to get in the, in the, in the, in the soup lines. Somebody said, oh, we may have to get down to that. Amen, we might, but I don't look for it. I'm trusting God. Amen. I still see a bunch of ravens on the side of the road. I come up the road today and hit one is out there chewing on one of them or pecking on one of them squirrels. Amen. I ain't so sure I want that, but I believe I'd eat it before I'd starve to death. Amen. You with me? All right. Praise God. You said I wouldn't do it. Uh, Elijah did. I don't know where he got the food, but he gave him bread and flesh in the morning and the evening. I think he went off down there to... Ahab's house that a bird did or them birds and I believe they uh, picked up uh, some of Ahab's food amen and come back up and fed the man of God amen you get hungry you won't worry about it neither praise God you'll eat it say amen right there amen. God may not may not let us starve to death I don't believe he will but I believe he might let us get hungry all right Matthew chapter 6, verse number 32 said, For all, after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Now the first thing I want you to look at tonight is found in verse number 33. And every one of us need to do this and continue to do this. Some of you have, some of you are. And I hope the rest of you will. <laughs> Amen. He said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now we want to look at verse 33. But before we do, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege of prayer. 
Thank you tonight for the word of God. I pray you'd season it down in our heart. Give us the unction, Lord, the uh, Lord power tonight to send it forth to the hearts of the people. God, you know what these folk need tonight. You know what they're going to see and face tomorrow. And Lord, I pray that you'll strengthen them tonight to carry on tomorrow for the glory of God. And Lord, that we might stand up and be counted in this, di- in this day, in this hour. God, that you'll get the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now look at something out of chapter 6 and verse 33. We're going to go to about four or five different things that I believe we need to be doing. And that you're not going to be hear nothing new. I'm just going to kind of... Uh, hit you on the head with it again tonight and hope it gets down in your heart. So he said, but seek ye first. Seek means to look for, to pursue, to go after, uh, to, I mean, put yourself into a, a present tense mode and go for it. Amen. As the fellow says, get her done. Boy, I'll tell you, that's what we need to do. Seek ye. Seek ye first. Didn't say seek ye second. Seek you third or seek you fourth first. Seek ye first. I mean, there's, he's trying to say to us, the Lord Jesus speaking this. He said, uh, what you need to do is do this first before you do anything else. Do this. You got that? He's putting it out pretty plain to us. He said, uh, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Now we're going to look at this for a minute. What's that mean? The first thing you need to do is make sure your soul's saved. That's what he's trying to tell you. Make sure that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. Now it said here, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You remember John the Baptist? John the Baptist come through and he said, Repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then a little further on, Jesus come through and he said from that day forth, Jesus began to preach and say uh, the kingdom of heaven. And if you'll study it down where you know the difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God tonight. Uh, do you think you know? Wave your hand a little bit so I'll know. Amen. We'll dwell there if you're not sure. All right. I just want to see how deep I want to get into this. Amen. I don't want to get in the weeds by myself if you already know it. But I'm telling you tonight. There's a difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. And for you tonight that don't know the difference, I'm going to try my best to explain it. John the Baptist preached, uh, you know, the kingdom of heaven. Jesus preached the kingdom of heaven. He also preached in this place right here, the kingdom of God. So when he says, and he's been preaching on the kingdom of heaven previous to that, seek uh, you know, talking about the kingdom of heaven, it's first mentioned in the, in the book of Matthew, and then we find uh, that the kingdom of God, the first time it's mentioned, is in chapter number 6 and verse number 33. Amen. And that's where it's at. But the kingdom of heaven is mentioned in chapter 3 and verse 2 with John the Baptist, and Jesus begins to preach that. Now, what's the difference between the two? There is a difference. The kingdom of heaven, amen, is talking about the kingdom. You with me? And the Jewish people are an earthly people with an earthly promise, and they were looking for the Messiah. They didn't know that they had him in their hands. 
They didn't know that he was in their divine presence. Matter of fact, the kingdom of heaven tonight is only mentioned, that phrase is only mentioned in the book of Matthew. Only place it's mentioned in the Bible is the book of Matthew. Amen. And why do you believe it's mentioned that way? The kingdom of heaven. You remember the book of, of Matthew is a kingdom book. It's about the king. Matthew portrays Jesus Christ as the king of glory. Portrays him as the king of kings. Portrays him as a kingdom and a king. And by the way, there will be a king and a kingdom. And so the Lord is showing them that they could have had him as the king. They could have had him as the kingdom when he first came in uh, to the world and come in, you know, his ministry. But they refused him and they pushed him to the side. Now, what's happened? Uh, we'll find in the book of Matthew and on through the rest of the Bible, it talks about the kingdom of God. Now, the kingdom of God is where the saints of God are going to be. Amen. That's a heavenly kingdom. You see the difference tonight? The other's an earthly kingdom. And so we're looking at these things, and I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. I just want to tell you those things because the book of Matthew is the kingdom uh, book, if you will. But he's saying here, but seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then secondly, the, uh, and his righteousness. First of all, you've got to be saved. We've got a lot of people today in our country that's trying to uh, seek after righteousness and they don't even know the righteous judge or the righteous king. Amen. They've never been saved. No sense trying to live right till you get right. Amen. No reason tonight to follow Christ if you don't know Christ. Amen. Give your soul and heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him move in, kick the devil out, change your life from the top of your head to the bottom of your foot, and then you go uh, seek some other things. Amen. Seek you first. The kingdom of God. You or yeah, kingdom of God. You need to be saved by the grace of God first and foremost. Amen. Then say go join the church. Then say go get the uh, baptismal pool out. He didn't say go start doing good. Amen. He didn't say that nowhere in the Bible. But he teaches us first, seek ye the kingdom of God. Brother, we got to get saved. How do we get the kingdom of God? Brother, the kingdom of God's got to get in us. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ to move in our soul. We got to repent. Now, John the Baptist preached repentance. Jesus preached repentance. I preached repentance. And brother, they preached it both of them for the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God as well. But I'm saying to you tonight, brother, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And secondly, it didn't say secondly there, and his righteousness. But I put that in, didn't add to the word of God. First is to get saved. Secondly, is to start seeking after righteousness. Now this crowd today that said they got saved and goes back to the hell holes of the world, goes back to drinking, cussing, swearing, amen, dipping and chewing, all that kind of stuff, I have a problem with them. Amen. Still running with the same old crowd Still living the same old way, dressing the same old way. I got a problem with people uh, that don't have a life change once they come to Christ. I know what the Lord done to me. I was just a young fellow when I got saved. And brother, I'll tell you, the Lord began to put some restraints on me. Amen. He told me there's some things I could do and there's some things I could not do. 
He made me do a few things and he didn't actually twist my arm, but he put the Spirit of God in me and that caused me to walk right. Amen. And I didn't have to, you know, uh, I didn't go around worrying about it. I said, oh, yeah, you know, if I wasn't saved, I could do this. I've never thought that. I've had a love for Christ. He put it in my heart. And I want to live clean. I want to live cleaner tomorrow than I have today. I want to live cleaner the next day than I do tomorrow. My desire is to live clean and clean and cleaner and cleaner. I want God to clean me up. Amen. What's righteousness? Right living. I'm, I want to live right. I believe every child of God in this building ought to want to live right. Do you? I believe you want to live right. If you don't want to live right, there's something wrong with your spirituality. There's something wrong uh, with your profession of faith. I believe tonight when you get saved, you want to do right. Hey, I get more aggravated because I don't do right than I do because of the things that I have to do for the Lord. Now, by the way, I don't have to do anything. I can sit down, I can renege on God, and I can let God take me out of this old world. Amen. And if I ever get tired enough, I'm going to quit so I can go home. Amen. But I want to stay busy till then. Praise God. You with me? Amen. If you're in here tonight and you want to get a shortcut to glory, you don't have to go get a gun, stick it in your throat, and uh, pull the trigger. Just renege on God and tell Him you're not going to live for Him anymore. You become a stumbling block, and God will chop your head off down the road. Amen. Or something. Amen. You'll pay the price. But amen. I want to make it count while I'm here. All right, that's the first thing. I'm going to give you several of them. Number two, I believe that'll help the church. Seek you first the kingdom of God and all the rights of these things will be added unto you. What things? All the things. I don't have to believe you'll worry about anything. I don't believe tonight you'll have to go without anything. I believe God will take care of everything. Amen. You may not have the right brand that you want, but God will give you a brand. Amen. Amen. I know how we are in this modern age. Kids want certain kind of clothes, certain kind of shoes. And they whine about because they don't get all them kind. Well, I was raised in a time when I got a lot of hand-me-downs and it was whatever they had. Amen. It wouldn't be bad for go back to that. Praise God. Amen. I got me, I go down to the, uh, the thrift store and get here's a new tire. It, I don't know how many, it may be a dead man's tie. I don't know. He might have been a it might have been a heathen that wore this tie. I'm sanctifying it tonight. <laughs> Glory to God. This may be the first time this tie has ever been in the book. Amen. You with me? God's took care of me. God moved somebody out. I get his tie. Somebody said. Yeah, you're kind of crazy. That's all right. Leave me alone. Amen. Seek you first the kingdom of God. Always rights. these things will be added unto you. Tie. Amen. Sue. Whatever. Praise be unto God tonight. Second thing. I want you to turn to the book of Hebrews. Now we're talking about salvation and seeking after righteousness. Now let's just continue on in our Christian work for a little bit. What should we do now after we've done been saved by the grace of God and we're seeking after righteousness? We're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 10. 
God has already given you the, if, in case you've been praying about this, quit praying about it. You're wasting your time. Pray about right things. You're asking amiss if you're asking God, should I go to church tonight? Amen. Praise God. Nobody has to tell you not to go to the table. You'll break a leg, get there. All right, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 said, Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together. Not forsaken. There's a lot of people doing that. As the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I was in, uh, at a funeral just a, a few days ago, and one of the pastors, one of the local pastors this area, he said to me, he said, Brother Dills, he said, and I think I mentioned this the other, Brother Dills, are y'all having full services now? I said, why, sure. We haven't been out of services, but very little. Ain't that right? I mean, we don't even take holidays off on Sunday night. No, we come to the house of God. Amen. When God starts taking vacations and holidays, then I guess we'll be all right to do it too. But I got news for you. The Bible said he has already told me and given me the promise that he never slumbers nor sleeps. Amen. Amen. So he's not going on a vacation. He's not got anything uh, uh, set up with Jekyll Island. He's not got anything set up with uh, uh, what's Myrtle Beach. He's not even scheduled to go to uh, Tennessee. He's not going out west. Amen. He don't even have a, 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 a hamburger party nowhere. Amen. Amen. He's at home. And uh, as long as he's on the throne, I've got a right, amen, to stay in the business. So we're not, somebody said, you have a church on Sunday night? Sure do, unless something happens bad. Amen and glory to God. But that pastor said, well, we don't have service on Sunday night. And I thought, how long? How long are they going to stay without Sunday night service? It's been a long time since they shut us down. And COVID has went here and there and everybody don't seem to be worried about it. Of course, people still getting it. Amen. More people dying over other things than they are COVID. And they won't tell you that. Are you with me tonight? And they've done scared us to death. Well, they didn't scare me, but they scared a lot of people. And they're afraid to death. They're scared to death to go to the store anywhere else. Amen. I want to tell you tonight. Amen. So what? I'm saved. I don't want COVID again. I had it once. And brother, I'll tell you, I still ain't got all my tasting back. I ain't. There's a few things I can't. It don't taste as good as it used to. I still have a few little problems from it. I don't want it again. But if it does come again, brother, if it takes me out of here, that's all right. I'm going somewhere. Amen. I've never been, and I've been excited about going. Isn't that something a child of God, saved by the grace of God, gets excited about going somewhere and moving somewhere that they've never seen and never been? Hey, you got to be crazy. Amen. But I'm excited. Yeah. Praise God. i got a better place to go. Well... Anyhow, the Bible said, not forsaken the assembling. That means the meeting. Amen. Somebody said, I'd serve God outside the church better than anywhere. No, you can't do it. You can't get that fellowship. Now, I've done decided you need my fellowship. 
And that's why I ask you to come over here. Praise God. But I decided I need your fellowship too. Amen. Amen. You need to see me on a regular basis. By the way, I need to see you on a regular basis. Amen. And here's the meeting place. Amen. This is our place. We come to the house of God on the side of the road. And brother, here's where God feeds our soul. Here's where God draws us together. Hey, let me tell you. Can you go anywhere else tonight and feel as good as you do when you come here and go home? Amen. Why, you may sit down on a bleacher somewhere and watch somebody get hit in the head with a ball or something of that nature. And you say, oh, that's so good. Oh, don't excite me none. I'd come to the house of God and you'd say hallelujah. And I'd say praise God. Amen. Somebody said amazing grace. And I said how sweet to sound. Amen. It does something for me. Praise God. I've already got my spiritual uh, part of me stirred up tonight. I hadn't but the Lord has. Had to get there through the word of God. Praise God. What a book. What a book. What a meal. Amen. Glory to God. Not forsaken. Uh, the assembling of ourselves together. Notice what it said here. As the manner of some is. Now Paul wrote this. He said some of them do that. So did you know tonight that's a common thing? I've been pastoring over 50 years. And did you know I found that to be true? Amen. Brother Burrow, I don't believe I'm different than you on that part. You pastored. Uh, what did a hard job to get them all to come? Yeah. Amen. You never, uh, church folks are like footballs. You never know how they're going to bounce. You can throw an old football and that thing hit the ground. It may go that way, that way, or back on you. Amen. And uh, when I'm sitting over there studying, I'm praying. And sometimes I call you by name, one by one. I know where you sit. Brother, I'll tell you what. Uh, you, if you wasn't in here tonight, I could see an image of you. What do you call that, a silhouette? I can see a silhouette of most of you tonight sitting in the house of God. And I get over there to pray and I'll just look around and I see every one of you with my eyes shut and I'll say, Lord, bless her. Lord, bless him. And I call your name. Amen. And I say, Lord, touch him. Touch her. Oh, God, move upon their heart. And I study and I said, now help me, Lord, to give them something when they get here that I can feed their soul. Oh, God, touch me. And then I'm so excited about coming to get to tell you what God told me. And I look around and I say, what happened to him? What happened to her? And I say, they wasted my time. But no, I don't believe it's a waste of my time. But I'll tell you this much. You're the one that gets hurt. Amen. God wants us to come to the house of God. Not forsaken the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. But he said, exhort in one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. What's the day approaching? The last days, troublous times, perilous times, dangerous times. What's he said? If there's ever a time, it's then when the things are looking around and looking bad, if there's ever a time that the church of the living God in America needs to be assembling every service, it's now. Amen. Oh, it's so bad, preacher, to go to church. 
Don't you tell that. Don't make yourself look like an idiot. Preacher, just so bad. Amen. You know, I could pull some of this junk. They've, they've been shooting doctors for not uh, doing what they think. And uh, what was that fella? Somebody killed a doctor because he had a surgery on his back and his back wasn't no better. He had pain and he killed the doctor. That just happened this week, didn't it? Yeah. Illinois, I believe, wasn't it? Somewhere along there. I believe it was. But uh, or, or one of the, but it was another that uh, a lawyer, they shot a lawyer or judge. Was it a judge or a lawyer? Don't know about that. It's one of the two. They shot one of them because they didn't like him and they put some more on the hit list. Of course, I heard some, huh, was a judge? Judge. And, and some of us on the hit list, I, they told it. I don't know whether that's so or not, but I said, leave him alone. No, I didn't. I said, he ought not to shoot him. Amen. And why well, I could pull that too tonight and say, Praise God, they liable to shoot me. I go off to church, they just liable to shoot me. I think I'll stay at the house. Woo! I don't wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get my head down when I'm driving through town. I ain't sticking my head out the door. Somebody might listen, we can have fear, but I'll tell you what. I need to come to the house of God, get what I need, get my soul stirred up and moved. Amen. There's God. I mean, God doesn't got me stirred up. I'm trying to stir some of y'all. Amen. I can't get to the bottom to stir. Amen. Got too much trash ahead of me or something. Not forsaken uh, ourselves together, the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is. Now, let's turn tonight. This is something God gave me just about, just right after lunch today. Would you turn with me, please, to the book of Timothy? We want to go to 2 Timothy. And I want to give you this. I could just, this is one of those sermons that I could preach on for quite a while. 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. This is one of my favorite verses I don't sign many Bibles, but when I do, I usually sign it with this one. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse number 15. The Bible said, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Number three, this will help the church tonight. First of all, we seek the... Lord first in His righteousness and the second we make sure we go to the house of God all the time and go every time the doors are open. Oh, but preacher, I'm so tired. Amen. Let me tell you something. You ought to try to preach three times on Sunday. Yes, Be at 74 years old. See how you would feel. Amen. Brother Burrow, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Amen. I go home tonight and I'll have to sit down and wait for my body to kind of calm down a little bit so I can lay down. I'm not, a, I'm not in here griping and complaining. Amen. I love preaching and God called me to preach. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you think tonight you've got a lot of problems. Won't you get into something that will wire you out? Preaching will wire you out and wire you down. Amen. An hour of preaching is about like an eight-hour day of work. 
And on Sunday I do it three times. And I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not. I never have complained about preaching. Amen. Give me another time and we'll do it four times. I love to preach. Don't ask me. I mean, if you don't believe me, ask people that's been around me. I like to preach. I get excited. Praise God, I'm like a dog when they throw a wave of bone out in front of him. I want to go preach. I get excited about it. But the Bible said here, study to show thyself approved unto God. You said, I'm going to study show I can show everybody what I know. That ain't what God said. God said, study to show thyself approved unto God. God said, if you don't study, you won't be approved. I want to study my Bible so I'll be approved unto God. I keep saying, Lord, give me more time. Give me more time to study. Oh, God, show me. Hey, I ain't got the place now. I don't want to take too many sips of whatever I'm a drinking on, and it ain't alcoholic. Hey, man, I want to tell you, I don't want to take too many. I don't want to take time on that. I want to study. The older I get, the more ignorant I realize I am. I used to think I was a smart dude. I used to think everybody had a in my church was uh, real fortunate they had a preacher that knowed what he's talking about. And now I found out, boy, so much I don't know. And I'm saying, Lord, I'm going to die before I get all this out. Help me, help me, Lord, help me. Amen. One of these nights I'm going to go to sleep and die or get up the next morning and die. And all that that I ain't preached, just going to, amen, just be hanging in that old corpse. That bothers me. Amen. I'd, I'd like to be preached up, Brother uh, Burrow, when it comes time to go, but I know I won't. Amen. I'm not going to run out anything to preach the rest of my days. Study to show thyself approved unto God. Then he said, a workman, and that's what I want to be, a workman. I don't have energy and strength to do a lot of things, but I like being the part of the workman for the Lord God. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed. I don't want to be ashamed. Has anybody ever asked you something about the Bible and you said, I don't know. Did you go home feeling ashamed? If you didn't, you should have. The Bible teaches us we ought to have an answer to them. And I, sometimes Brother Burlell asked me some questions about the Word of God. And I'm having to say to him sometimes, I'll go dig that out. Sometimes I can answer him, but sometimes I'm having to say, and sometimes people are giving me things, I go home and dig it out, and I say, Lord, I don't know, and they want to know, and, uh, and I keep a looking and keep a looking, and I can't find it, and all of a sudden, God will finally show me something on it. And I appreciate that. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed. And here's what he tells us to do. Rightly dividing the word of truth. That didn't say rightly interpreting the Bible. We've got a lot of preachers tonight that are trying to interpret the Bible. Amen. This is what it says. This is what it means. They're trying to interpret it. I don't try to let it interpret. I let it explain itself. There's a lot of things I don't know about it. When I don't know about it, I just say I don't know about it. And if I say anything, I'll tell you it's dealsology. That means I'm not really sure of it. It could be a different way. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. But what I'm trying to tell you tonight is when I look at this, 
My job is to tell you the right thing. And the Bible didn't tell me to interpret the Bible. God didn't tell me to interpret the Bible. When God called me to preach, He didn't tell me to interpret the Bible. He told me to rightly divide the Bible. That means lay it down side by side and let the Bible. The Bible will divide itself. The Bible will put the right on the one side and the 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 counterpart of it on the other side and God will show you and He will help you to rightly divide the word of truth. That's what He calls it. The word of truth. So these business of these men that they'll tell you, I'll give you the interpretation. You see, I'm not a Daniel. I've got the Bible tonight so I don't have to rely on dreams and tell you what I think. And I got the Bible and just because I don't know what it says, brother, that uh, don't, shouldn't stop me from trying to tell you, but it shouldn't stop me from studying. I just say I need to go back and get a little bit more. Lord, help me dig out just a little bit more of it. I am fully convinced tonight that there's a lot of this Bible that I'll never learn. I used to think, I'm about got there. I used to think I'm about as smart as any other. I didn't brag about that. But it's because I wasn't studying. You slack off studying, you'll think you know it. You quit reading the Bible, and you'll say, well, I don't need to read it anymore. I know pretty well what it is. But you study every day and dig the Bible every day and the Word of God shows some you, every day you study it, you'll find there's some things you don't know. There's some things you have to go dig out and you say, Lord, have mercy. I didn't even know that is in there. Where'd you, would you slap, did you slide that in last night while I was sleeping? Ain't that right, Brother Burrow? Yes, sir. I said, Lord, have mercy. I've still got a lot of studying to do. Well, let's go on. I've done... Running the weeds too much tonight. Let's go on. Let me give you another one. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. These things will help our church if we will get the place that we seek first the kingdom of God. As secondly, not forsaking ourselves. Amen. Amen. Just throw this in to you tonight. You got a job down there and you decide you don't want to go to work on Tuesday. What happens to you on Wednesday if you don't call them and tell them? Amen. Most jobs won't let you come back after a certain length of time. Amen. The only reason I don't do that here is because I wouldn't have many long. I started firing you, you wouldn't come back. Amen. I'd be in trouble. So I'm saying I'll just do what I can do and let God take care of you. Amen. Maybe he'll put the thorns on you tonight in the bed. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 17 said, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. And then he gives a little bit more of the promise, and we'll be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. God's saying come out from among them. That means come out from among the world. There's another portion of Scripture that I'm going to read that goes right along with it. Amen. 
In 1 John chapter 2, the Bible said in verse 15, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of, the, of God abideth forever. So the Lord says, come out from among them. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. And if we'll do that, he said, at the same time, touch not the unclean thing. If it appears to be evil, leave it alone. Amen. That, uh, don't, even, don't even bother anything that appears to be evil. Just keep yourself clean. Keep yourself unspotted from the world. Amen. You said, all the stuff I have to do, maybe you're doing too much. Amen. All right. Praise God. So we look at that. And then we know this. I'll give you this one. Because I done run out my time. I love to run out the time, I reckon. Amen. Matthew chapter 28. Amen. My sermons ain't too long. Your religion's too short. Matthew 28 verse 20 said... In verse 19, he said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now that's that, these water dogs like that. These water buckets like it. Because they're going baptizing. But we need to go preach the gospel to them. Verse 20, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That means we need to get involved in the Great Commission. Everything we do at this church is for one purpose, trying to win somebody to the Lord and keep them out of the pits of hell. Amen. I could preach on that a while. I need to preach on that a while. But let me give you one more tonight. I can give you a lot more. But in Thessalonians, the Bible said... In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, and there's a bunch of them there, but I'm going to use one that we need. Well, we need all of them, but we need this and worse than the others. Verse 17 said three words, pray without ceasing. Now, if we'll do that tonight, it'll help our church. You'll go home tonight and do every one of these things I've told you about all week long. Lord have mercy, Wednesday night you come in here. Amen. We're liable to have a jubilee. We're liable to have a count meeting. Amen. We're liable to have what the fellow said, a real blowout around here. You hear me? I've tried to preach to you to help you. My job is not to beat you on the head, skin your hide. I'm not in the slaughter business. But my job is to tell you what God says. It's your job to listen to what God says. Amen. Amen. I guess enough said. Heads bowed.